Hey everybody, welcome back to Enter the Nerd Zone. This is Jay. And this is Pete. Hey Pete, how you doing? How are you? I'm doing very well. Today, Pete and I are going to kind of follow up what we did last week. If you remember last week, we talked underrated wrestlers. So of course, we got to talk about the overrated wrestlers. That's right, absolutely. I think this one's going to be fun because I think it's just going to be pure trash talking. <laughs> so, Jay, let's just let's just get this out of the way right now. Okay, go for it. We we're I know we're gonna have both of us gonna have this on on his list on our list. So let's mm-hmm. just let's just go right now. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> okay, now I thought about that and. I was like, I was almost thinking he should be kind of like what you're doing now, almost like a special category. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, it's 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 weird because all right, let me just let's just back up a bit. So last week we did underrated wrestlers, and you know we put the podcast out there, and I posted about it on Instagram, and I got a couple of messages from people that were sort of like, you know, how could you say Stephen Regal's underrated, and how can you say like almost sort of like people were almost kind of taking it like we were trashing on those like oh they're they're nothing they're nobody and it's a complete opposite they were like awesome people that never got the attention so just so everybody knows we're bringing up Hulk Hogan and everything a lot of the people that we're going to mention are probably extremely popular but they're junk wrestlers basically <laughs> yeah they got their uh very popular wrestlers, but they're not wrestlers <laughs> per se. <laughs> and, and not even so much that, yeah, um, because there's there's a couple other people here too that are like, you know, yeah, maybe they're not great. Because I mean, I think there's some people that were great wrestlers, or I'm sorry, that were not great wrestlers, but they had great characters, they had um, a lot of potential, they tried real hard. Like some of these people that we're going to talk about. It's just like, how did they even become popular? Because they really don't have much going for them. And Hulk Hogan's kind of, Hulk Hogan's kind of unusual or unique in the fact that he's highly overrated. Because I mean, in the ring, he has no skills, like no skills at all. No. But he was very charismatic, um, and he, you know, love him or hate him, I mean, he really helped put wrestling on the map back in the 80s, and I don't think anybody can really deny that. No, between him and Ric Flair, I mean, they really are wrestling. Mm. Oh, sorry. Yeah, absolutely. But I think the big difference there is is, I mean, they're both very, very charismatic guys, no doubt about it. They're both very hardworking, no doubt about it, but you put them in the ring, Ric Flair is the superior wrestler, um, so much so that when they did the 30 for 30 on Ric Flair, Hulk Hogan, you know, they, they interviewed a lot of wrestlers and Hulk Hogan was there and Hulk Hogan said, he's like, you know, yeah, everybody says I'm the guy that put wrestling on the map and blah, blah, blah. He's like, it's Ric Flair because he's, and he said like, I can't hold a candle to what that guy could do in the ring. Like, I just can't like he, he was superior in the ring. Like, I wish I had half his talent, you know, basically. Was, was Hogan a, a amateur wrestler at any time? No, not at all. He was, like, he was, um, from what I read, he was a huge wrestling fan as a kid. Um, he got into weightlifting and everything. Like, he wanted to be a professional wrestler. But, no, he, he was never an amateur wrestler at all. No. He, you know, <laughs> he was the first wrestling actor, though, wasn't he? 
kind of? I think so. Yeah, I really think so. I think he was. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, I, I, I think when we're, when we're talking overrated, I think what's really overrated about him is people think like, you know, he's this phenomenal, unstoppable person. But, you know, if you really I think like as a kid, because that's pretty much when I saw him, I was like a kid kind of going into a teenager he was like a living superhero, you know, like he, he comes in and, and he just starts punching and kicking. And then the bad guy gets the upper hand and cheats and, and, you know, puts his special move on him. And then he does the finger wave, and he gets up and it's like three punches, a clothesline, a leg drop match over. And it's like, wow, he's Superman. You know, it's, it's, they don't, that, do, the fi- was- they don't do the finger wave in a, in amateur wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> That would be awesome if, if, if there was like like a YouTube like you know high school wrestling match, and this one kid is just getting you know takedowns and everything, and you know all of a sudden he starts waving the finger and the fans start going crazy and he gets the pin. That would be awesome. <laughs> I'm gonna give you the takedown, kid. Shake starts shaking his head. Uh, but I mean, I say, but I think that's what it is. Is you know, as a kid. <laughs> You would think, wow, this guy's amazing. But when you look back on it now, you're just like, man, he did the same things over and over again. He was kind of clumsy in the ring, but he, you know, he had such a great personality and, and presence. It kind of overshadowed <laughs> all of that, I think. Yeah, and he was perfect for like that the '80s wrestling motif, so to speak, because it was all gimmick guys, you know. Big, uh, you know, big boss man, and you know all these, you know, you know, doink the clown. I mean, that he he was like the the ringleader, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, he really was. And <clears throat> guys, guys at that time that could legitimately wrestle, but just really didn't have too much charisma, were kind of pushed to the back because you know we've talked about. Everything. He was like a tag team wrestler at that time, you know, kind of popular. It really wasn't until Hogan kind of started backing away or stepping down or even switching over to the WCW. Like he had to step out of the picture for some of these other guys that were really good performers before they could step up. Right. Yeah. Alrighty, so yeah, I mean, we got that one out of the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, I figured that would be the easiest way because I figured he both be on our list even though we you know i love hulk hogan as a as a performer so to speak but not as a wrestler (laughs) yeah and i mean and i think that's and i think that's the thing is i think you know you know going forward some of the people we're going to mention you know maybe at some point we did like them or or we we do like them but we're just acknowledging that they couldn't wrestle to save their lives and you know, they just they just weren't great performers. But but some people though on this list, I can tell you, I, I'm gonna say like I don't even know how they were even popular, but why don't you start us off? So who no, did, you, yeah, who you did, go first. Oh, you go first, yeah. Okay. Alrighty. So I was really thinking about really, really overrated wrestlers and you know, one name that popped up was a guy I could never stand this guy. Oh. Never, never, never. And that's double J Jeff Jarrett. Oh wow, I was I didn't even think about him. <laughs> I mean, he he was uh you know, he was the son of a of a wrestler and and I don't know his father's first name, but you know, his father pretty much ran 
I don't know which small promotion it was, but they, they were kind of based out of like Memphis or, or Nashville or something. And in that local promotion, I mean, he pumped his son up like, you know, his son was the superstar. Jeff Jarrett was the superstar so much so that, so that when he got to the WWF and he was like the wrestling country singer there, double J Jeff Jarrett, he thought he was bigger than he really was he was he was a mid-card guy a mid-card villain and that was it he thought he was better than that jumped over to wcw you know and (coughs) you know even 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 before i kind of read this stuff on him i could just tell he was the type of guy backstage that he was he was a jerk he it had to be his way and when he got people on his side that had influence you know they really pushed they really pushed that agenda of just putting him over like he was multiple time heavyweight champ. And it's just like everywhere he went after that, like he jumps over to TNA and it's like, he's got to be the superstar. And I'm like, no, you're not, you're, you're just not like, you're not that flashy. You're not that charismatic, you know, the, the, the sort of character you're portraying it's really you, which is like an obnoxious jerk that wants to get his way. Like, I, I just I couldn't stand this guy. And I, I just think he's highly overrated. I think he was trying to be a poor man's Ric Flair. Mm. Uh, he was kind of a cross between Ric Flair and the honky talk man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's... Can you imagine what those kids look like? That's, uh, I was going to say, well, I was that... gonna, that's, a, that's a love child that should not happen. Oh, there it is. Yeah. Double J, um, yeah. So yeah, I'm not, I was never a big fan of his. I don't like. I never liked him. I didn't like his character. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I, I yeah, I didn't really see. Again, like he, a lot of his moves were patented from Ric Flair. So yeah, I was I was not a big fan of his. I never really thought of him as a, a great wrestler either. Um, now, granted, he's probably better than some of the other ones that are out there, but yeah, he's probably not. He's definitely overrated more than what he. He got a lot of pushing that he shouldn't have, and I think because of his father. Yeah, and I think that's what it was. Is you know, I, I don't think he was like a horrible, horrible wrestler. I think he was a decent wrestler, and when he first came up in the WWF, and he was. You know, he was what he was. I think he was like the European champ or maybe the intercontinental champion. And it's like, okay, that's kind of a good fit for you. But he, he just demanded more. He wanted more. He threw fits. He walked out. And, I mean, when he got to, to WCW and the whole thing with that and, you know, the whole thing with with the matches with Hogan and laying down for Hogan and Vince Russo and just, you know, watching – wrestling just implode and i think that's the other reason why i really can't stand him is is like that's around the time wcw really started tanking and i kind of associate a lot of that with him because i just felt like he wanted to get his way he didn't care if it ruined if it ruined the promotion if it ruined the storylines they had as long as he came out on top that's all he cared about well yeah he he owned he owned a piece of TNA, and I think mm-hmm. they had this. I think someone bought it from him because he was like really destroying the the whole thing because he, like he could not like run a prom- promotion at all Be- because he it was TNA. He was turning it into the. I mean, he might as well just have called it like Jeff Jarrett wrestling. Yeah, because that's what it was. It was it was all him all the time. Um, he was the champion. 
he would come out during everybody's matches. He would just, it, it was like he had to be seen at all times and everything had to be about him. And it's like, that's, that's not what it's all about. <laughs> He's kind of like Hogan. Cause Hogan was like that for a while too. I mean, Hogan was like that for a while too. Uh, especially towards the end. You can see it towards the end. Like he was really, when he was really pushing himself to, to keep being the champ, it's like, come on, man. Like you're, you're older, you're, you're slower. Like, your your faults in the ring are really showing now like it's it's just not believable anymore like like step aside and let somebody else take it over but i felt like jeff jarrett was like that his whole career even when he was like you know a decent wrestler he just thought of himself as better and it was it was ridiculous yeah oh absolutely i'm not a big fan of his at all yeah. All righty. So who who you got for us? Who's who is highly overrated? All right. I mean, I hate to do this. Um, no, I'll, I'll I'll save on him. All right. Next up, this guy I can I can never stand him. Even when he came in, even in his first appearance as a hip hop guy, John Cena. Okay. I, I, All righty. I can't stand John Cena uh, as a wrestler. As an actor, as everything on the planet, I can't stand John Cena. Um, I, I he's he's all muscle. I think he's a, a poor man's Rick Rick uh, not Rick Flair, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Um, I I just I, I I don't think he's a great wrestler. Like Hogan, I think he only has a few moves. Um, I don't know. What what do you think about John Cena? I mean, I think he's very, it's very divisive. Um, I've, I, I saw him pop up on a, on a few overrated lists and I think like, I don't think anybody would ever say he's like underrated. Like there's no way. Um, there's definitely a lot of hype around him. It's hard though. It's, it's hard because it's like, yeah, he's limited in the ring for sure. Um, he does have charisma but it's like you know it's it's like i don't feel he's like obnoxious like a jeff jarrett was and has to get his way in everything but i think you're right i think especially when the rock kind of really took off i think john cena really was sort of like hey i think i could do that too or or i could i could kind of be a version of that and he really wasn't like he really wasn't as natural and, and charismatic as as the rock was um and the, the the weird thing is is especially later on in his career when he would wrestle half the crowd is screaming you know go cena go and the other half is going cena sucks yeah um it's like i i think i think for younger fans and for kids he's their hulk hogan yeah that's true yeah yeah, and I think like older fans or or really knowledgeable fans just see him as all flash and and there's not much to him. So, I mean, I didn't put him on my list, but I could definitely see people calling him overrated. And yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I just I don't know. I was never a fan of it. I was never with the hip hop and the spinning plate, the spinning wrestling title, the spinner on it. Like I was yeah. like, come on, that that's that's stupid. But well, yeah, because I think he is like, like you said, the the young kids, um, you know, Hulk Hogan, I and mean, mm-hmm. that's why the adults don't really like him. 
I, I don't know. Because, you know, he used to come out and pump his, his sneakers and all that stuff like that. And it's like, okay. And, and maybe I, I don't like him because towards he he came out towards the end of me watching really watching wrestling. So okay, maybe that's what it is too. Yeah, I mean, I just I I just I felt like I I don't know. I just I felt like yeah, like he was like if I was a kid watching it, you know, maybe I would get into John Cena because you know he's very flashy, he's very charismatic, and you know he's kind of he's larger than life for sure. Like he's this generation's Hulk Hogan, but I just never got into him because I kind of saw him more as like a character and, you know, oh, yeah, sometimes he's funny, whatever. I, I just, I don't know. I just kind of like almost like ignored him pretty yeah. much. So, yeah. <laughs> All right. So what you got? Wow. All righty. Cause I know, I, I, I know you got some of these guys, so I'm going to save them. All right. So this guy came out, he, he came out in the Hulk Hogan era and a lot of flash and a lot of like hype about him as soon as he came out. Big Macho push man. for. Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> Never putting him. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, you know he was a guy too. He was kind of like a living superhero. Um, I don't know. I just never got into this guy. And now watching back, I, I don't know why people thought he was that great. The Ultimate Warrior. Oh, I, yeah, he was one of the guys I was thinking about too. Yeah, I mean, he was, you know, I mean, he he came on the scene like like a hurricane. Like, you know, he he they hyped him up. He came out. He was squashing people. Uh, he was the intercontinental intercontinental champion before you knew it. They kind of had it like Hogan's going to pass the torch to him. He wins the title, and then that's about it. Um, and reading up on the guy, it was like as soon as he became the champ, then he was sort of like, well, I don't know how to really wrestle that much anymore. And when they started doing, you know, local shows, uh, he's supposed to make an appearance. He's not appearing. So, you know, you're a kid somewhere out in the middle of Oklahoma. WWF's coming to town. Hey, the champ's coming to town. And you get there and it's like, yeah, he didn't show up. Um, again, just like some of these guys we talked about already – Two or three moves. That's about it. Um, could not conduct an interview to save his life. Like he tried to be crazy and unhinged, <laughs> but the Macho Man's got the he's got the market on that. The Macho Man does crazy, unhinged interviews, and they're so entertaining. Warrior does them, and you're just like, what is with this guy? Like it, it makes no sense at all, and. It's like it's almost like as soon as he became champ, he kind of just faded out. Uh, they kind of got rid of him. They brought him back. Same problems with him, and it's just like I, I just thought the guy was all hype. There was nothing to him at all. And I, I, again, it's you know they put him in the Hall of Fame. I, yeah, he was incredibly popular, but. Does he belong in the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't think so. I think because of the makeup. And again, he's in that same era as Hogan where it's like, you know, it's the the 80s clown show, you know? Um, yeah. And I, I never, I liked him. I, I didn't like that he'd be Hogan. Like I said, I was a big Hogan fan at the time. And, you know, and he kind of reminds me of Goldberg too. Like, I think Goldberg was kind of created around the warrior because he came out, he was just, this big guy, 
he's just coming to the ring, take it out, and then and then run, you know, go away, and then come back again and do the same thing. You know, I think they're kind of the same mold. Um, I, I I don't know. I I think he's overrated. Just the fact that I think, like, like I said. When I think of an overrated wrestler, I think of a guy who comes mm-hmm. out, has like two or three moves, and then and then that's it, right? And then they or they and they can't like talk or whatever else it may be. Well, I mean, here's 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 you know something about the warrior. Do you know when he first started in whatever some independent federation somewhere? Do you know who his tag team partner was? Sting. Exactly. So there you go. So you had two guys that were big muscle heads. That's all they were. But look how Sting developed himself. He developed a personality. Um, you know, we, we talked about it, like guys on the mic. And, and Sting is one of those guys that, that he was great on the mic. Um, he tried to develop himself as a better wrestler. I, I think he did a pretty good job in the ring as a wrestler. Um, he was very athletic. So whatever kind of wrestling shortcomings he had, he could make up for it by high-impact moves and... You know, he he he's you know, Sting is kind of famous for having an hour long match with Ric Flair that was highly entertaining. Warrior's not going to do that. Like yeah. his if his match goes five minutes, that's amazing. Um, and there you go. It's like they kind of started off the same and Ultimate Warrior never changed anything about himself. And Sting, you know, really tried to develop himself and develop his character. And you know, both guys are in the Hall of Fame. Sting clearly deserves it, and for me, Ultimate Warrior doesn't. Yeah, I think Ultimate Warrior's in there just for popularity purposes. Because again, the kids love them. They all, they all painted their faces. I mean, Sting. Mm-hmm. Sting was versatile. I mean, he went from tag team partner to world champ to back to tag team to this this mystery, you know, guy hanging mm-hmm. in the rafters to to the crow, you know, I mean, he, right. You know, he went all over the place where ultimate warrior only had one gig, you know, he's kind of like, Oh, well, Hogan changed, you know, that's the thing. Like, I know we, you know, we put Hogan as, um, the over overrated, which again, he was. And I think, you know, the thing with Hogan is, you know, he was the same persona other than, you know, before when he was the grand wizard, when he was, you know, in his twenties before he became Hulk Hogan, um, until 1996, when he turned bad and became Hollywood, you know, I think that's where he's, he's like, he's like, I got to do something here, you know, mm-hmm. and I think that's where he, but his wrestling, his wrestling skills never changed, but his persona changed, which kind of helped him, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I think that helped Hogan. And I think the problem with that is, the you know, Hollywood Hulk Hogan was a great turn and i think it really oh, it's the greatest people. turn it's the greatest turn of all time I, I i totally agree and i think it really got people back on his side but then when you see that he's older and you know like that inability in the ring is really starting to show but it's like he's pushing himself like he's the champ he's the best it's like he could be a great heel but not be in the spotlight and i think you look at a rick flair and that's what Ric Flair – I mean, I think that's why Ric Flair can never, ever, ever be called an overrated wrestler is because when he was starting to kind of break down a bit, he could want he, – he would kind of step back and make other guys shine. He would still be in the picture, and you would still know he was there, but he wouldn't, like, force it like, I have to be the champ again, and I got to be the only guy around here. And I think 
that's why Hogan, you know, is highly over, you know, is, is considered overrated because when his flaws were really showing, it's like he ignored it and was like, no, nah, I'm still, you know, you know, it's still 1986, brother. I'm still the best. And it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> Even at 70 years old, Ric Flair can drop an elbow on a suit jacket like nobody's business. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Who's next? Who do you got? Well, I, you know, I mentioned Goldberg already, but um, I'm going mm-hmm. to P.O. off some people here. I, I love the guy. I really do. Mm-hmm. I think overrated is Andre the Giant. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> I I, I got to hear this because I have I have somebody on my list that's kind of similar. So go ahead. All right. So Andre the Giant, he is probably the most loved wrestler of all time. I think so. So uh, so get get ready for some hate mail. I know. I'm gonna hate mail. <laughs> uh, I I think that he is probably the one, the greatest one of the most loved. Like I said, most loved wrestler of all time. But again, just like Hogan, just like some of these other guys. He, he's a one or two. He's a, it's a giant, obviously, mm-hmm. but he doesn't wrestle. You know, he. And if I'm looking at the term as a overrated wrestler, he really wasn't wrestling. He was kind mm-hmm. of like he was more of a a um, a circus attraction, and I guess okay. maybe that's what kind of like he was supposed to be. Um, but you know, he. He just like you know slap a few guys around and you know it took like twenty five guys to tackle him, so I, I guess maybe that's where I'm thinking that he's overrated in that regard, and, and you know he couldn't. I mean, he, his interviews were barely, you know, barely. Uh, yeah, with the with, yeah with the language and, and all it was that. Hard to yeah. sit through until like Bobby Heenan took over and really started doing interviews for him. It was, yeah, it was tough. Mm-hmm. So that's where I'm thinking, like, you know, from my perspective, that's where I think he's overrated. Do I love the guy? Absolutely. Do I think he was great to watch? And, he was, you know, when he, him and Hogan were battling each other and those type of things, yes. Yeah, and I think the thing is, is, yeah, he, he, was, he was very, very loved and respected. But if you kind of look at his career – he would never stay in one place too long. He would kind of travel the country and go to different promotions and kind of pop back into the WWF and leave because it's really, I think what they realize with him is kind of like what you said is he's mostly a gimmick. And if he hangs around too long, you're going to get tired of it. But if he comes on the scene for a few months and then he leaves and it's like a year later, he suddenly shows up again. It's like, wow, you know, it's, it's kind of like I think we talked about this on one of our shows, like when we were growing up watching wrestling, you know, cage matches were incredibly rare. Like if 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 a cage match happened, it's like, oh, my God, this hasn't happened in five years. This is incredible. Where nowadays it's like every other match is a cage match or a hell in a cell or this or that. Like the the mystique of it is gone. And I think like if Andre the Giant were around today, even healthier and and, and younger i i don't think he would last very long because after a while the gimmick would kind of disappear and it's like okay there's really not that much left to him so but but, yeah yeah, go ahead okay i'm sorry no i was just gonna say but but absolutely i mean he was well well loved and you know for people out there that are listening and are gonna 
probably hit me up on the Instagram. You know, Pete loves Andre the Giant, but he, he I mean, you absolutely bring out a great point. I mean, he was all hype and gimmick. Absolutely. Well, here's, here's the thing. Well, first of all, I did see a live steel cage match once, which was awesome. Um, mm-hmm. At the old Meadowlands, Hogan versus uh, Bruce Beefcake. Um, Ooh. Hogan won, of course. Um, oh, of course. But, you know, back then, there wasn't many wrestlers that that were six foot, you know, six foot nine, six foot ten that could battle Andre. It was Hogan, big uh, King Kong Bundy, you know, big John Studd. Mm-hmm. So yeah. there wasn't, so, you know, Andre really didn't have quote unquote competition. So, True. you know, it, nowadays, you know, you have like, Thirty-five guys that are six foot ten that could battle him if, the, if, if you know if there was there. Plus, you know the booking wasn't really what it is now. You know, mm-hmm. and the athleticism isn't what it is now. You know, you're not having Coco Beware beating Andre the Giant. It isn't you know it isn't possible. You know, so it's it's different now. I think if Andre the Giant was here now and he like you said healthier and younger and is you know he he may be better off now but yeah i mean again living legend deserves to have the 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 tournament named after him he is you know he's just as pop he's just as wonderful as hulk hogan don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. i think he's overrated in the fact that um again he's just not he's 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 like hogan he's he he may i mean when you think wrestling he's probably on the uh, Mount Rushmore, but mm-hmm. he's just not. You know, you put if you think about it, really, if you put the guys on Mount Rushmore, the f- three of the four guys probably aren't are probably overrated. Yeah, I yeah. mean, yeah, no, you're <laughs> yeah. no, you're, you're you're absolutely right. It's it's I I don't know if he well, I think, oh, and this guy doesn't really wrestle anymore, but a more updated version of Andre the Giant is somebody I was thinking about, and that's the Big Show, right, and. You know, and and don't get me wrong. I mean, I think the Big Show was a funny guy. Uh, you know, he he had a, a a cool personality later on uh, when he first came out, and they kind of build him as like the son of Andre the Giant, which I'm glad they got rid of that. Yeah, that was um, stupid. Yeah, I mean, same thing. Very limited in the ring, and you know, it was it was an attraction. It was like he was a big monster of a guy. But then again, there were a lot of big guys out there like, you know, Andre the Giant, the big show. If either one of them go up against The Undertaker, they're not going to last because The Undertaker had athletic skill behind his, you know, monstrous frame there. And it, it, it's again, you know, I I like the big show. I, I thought he was like funny and entertaining, but, you know, I'm not going to watch him for like a really scientific match or, or, or a good match. It just... Well, you know, the difference between Andre the Giant and the Big Show. The Big Show now, and, you know, he's obviously more modern, obviously, but mm-hmm. he he slimmed down. He's he got, did. He, you know, he he got into... Now, he's still overrated, don't get me wrong, but, mm-hmm. he, you know, he he's been able to do different things. He's not just a slap you around, you know, put you in the corner and do a karate chop thing. He's been able to do some type of wrestling moves so he's been a little bit more modernized versus Andre now am I saying he's still not he's not doing a a, you know an elbow off the top or something like that but he's been been able to compete a little bit more 
But again, in the same breath, he's been able to battle Undertaker, Kane, you know, there's Kevin Nash. There's a whole bunch of guys that he's been able to battle. So it doesn't look like he's, you know, taking on, you know, uh, it's a tree versus bushes here. It's, you know, mm-hmm. it's tree versus tree. Mm-hmm. You know, in the same, in the, but you know, it's a tree versus guys that have skills. Like Kevin Nash has skills, yeah. Undertaker has skills. Mm-hmm. Uh, Big Show doesn't have as many skills as some of these other guys. Yeah, and I and I think that's what it is. And you know, I think you know, going back to Andre, I think for his time period, you know, it, it was a perfect fit. You know, television wrestling wasn't on television that much. Uh, you had all the different territories, so he could just, you know, you could be at a local event and he could suddenly appear. And, you know, it's like every kind of it's like every wrestling fan knew who he was. But when you got to see him, it was such a treat because it was it would be really rare if, if you did see him where, you know, today with with everything everywhere, you know, you could watch it on your phone and, and, and this and that. The, the gimmick just doesn't hold up, and and I and I think that's you know, you know that's that's just the the story with Andre there. I mean, if you saw Andre the Giant, you know that was like, oh my god, you know that was holy mm-hmm. cow. Yeah. yeah. Now you see these guys, you're like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, Cause, cause you can see him anywhere. I mean, wrestlers have reality shows now. Yeah. You know, they they do YouTube's. I mean, you could see them anytime you want. It's. Listen, it's really not that that magic and mystique is gone. I saw Kevin Nash and Scott Hall at Steel City Con when John and I were there, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Holy cow!" If I saw Andre the Giant, I'd be like, I'd be in awe. You know, I was like, I taken back by these two guys, and, and they're big, but Andre the Giant would be like, "Oh my goodness!" Yeah, and and that's <laughs> the thing is, you know, especially when we were growing up it was rare that you would see him because, you know, media isn't like it is today. And he wasn't a permanent fixture in the WWF. He was constantly traveling. So it really was a rare treat to see him. So, but that, that worked to his advantage though. Yeah. All righty. What do you got next? Oh, you're going to love this one. Cause you love this guy. All right. Total hype. And, you know, maybe in the beginning, I, I kind of liked him because it was something a little different. But by Rick the end Flair. of his career, what's that? Ric Flair. Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, but by the end of the, his career and some of the things that he did, can't stand him. And he's hot. And I'm proud to say he is highly overrated. The total package Lex Luger. Wow. I wasn't even thinking about him. I'll be honest. He came on the scene. And I mean, first of all, one thing I will say is, I mean, the guy had an impressive physique. Not going to take that away from him. He's he a man's was, man. He was, and he was, he was a monster. He was a big guy. He was intimidating. That was about it. Um, very, very limited in the ring, especially. I mean, all throughout his career, just very limited. Really, wasn't much he could do. Really, his interviews were just him yelling. Uh, he would just yell. And as he got older and as he got involved with drugs and his life fell apart, it became like disjointed ramblings. I mean, there are there are clips of him at independent shows, like when his career was pretty much gone and he was, 
in independent shows and he's screaming and yelling and he's making no sense at all. It's almost like it's like, what is he even talking about? Um, he he got, you know, the, the thing on him is, you know, he was in the WCW or the old WCW or the old NWA member of the four horsemen jumps over to WWF. He's the, the narcissist and and he's going to slam Yokozuna and this and that. And not much happened with him there. And he jumps back to WCW. The story on that is is pretty much as soon as he was in the, as soon as he was in the WWF, he was negotiating to go back to WCW for more money, telling Vince, "No, no, no, I'm staying here. I like it here." But he was negotiating to return to WCW. So the guy is a piece of garbage. Um, uh, yeah. When he when he gets back to WCW, and this is kind of WCW's fault. They gave these guys guaranteed contracts. So he's like, well, I don't have to work that hard anymore because you guys are paying me no matter what. So he went from like this, like intimidating, you know, presence in the ring to a very lazy wrestler with no skills. And I'm sorry, I got to bring it up. You know, I know, I know it's not official, and maybe there's not enough proof, but he he is in some way responsible for the death of Miss Elizabeth, and he he totally cowers away from that. He won't talk about it. He became born again, and you would think as born again and 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 you know clearing your soul and whatever, say something about it, won't say anything about it, and. I just I I don't like him and like I said I'm proud to say he's overrated because he really wasn't much in the ring and as a person I really don't think he's very much as a person either. Yeah, he used to be one of my favorite wrestlers. Uh, and, and and I could totally see that because he did have that initial charisma. I I, I get that. Yeah. When he was um and when he my favorite one of my favorite matches not it's crazy to think this but when Barry Windham turned on him. Mm-hmm. Uh, to, to join the Horsemen, you remember? I don't know if you remember that. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah I used to have that on VHS. Kids, that's that's a tape. Um, <laughs> you can watch it on the on the YouTube now. Uh, probably, I don't know. Uh, oh yeah, you can. Uh, I, I gotta find it. I, I used to love that. Um, and I gave it to my friend Jeff, and he never gave it back to me. Jerk. <laughs> um, Jeff doesn't listen to this. I don't even know where the hell he is anymore. Uh, so, but yeah, so, uh, uh, tangent. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I used to love Lex Luger, and, uh, you know, and then things happen, and then you learn about the person, and obviously I was a young, stupid kid, and then, then you learn about wrestling being fake, and it's not fake. Um, <laughs> no, I, mean, I know what you mean, yeah. You, then, then you learn how these people really are, and you're like, Wow, this guy's a piece of garbage. So that you know, it's it's a shame. Yeah, I you know he could have he could have taken his career and really been really good. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the horseman put him on the map, and he kind of just like ruined his career on his own. I mean, he really could have been great, but he just his narcissistic personality really destroyed himself. Yeah, you know, and again, if you look, and I'm going to bring this guy up again as a comparison, he and Sting kind of came up at around the same time. And again, 
two guys, <clears throat> very loud, very, you know, large physical presences. And look what Sting did with his career. And look what Lex Luger did with his career. And I think, you know, I think you, you said it right. He really had the potential and he was really given the opportunities to be something great. And, you know, a quote that I read on him or, or what somebody wrote about him is, is you know, he's kind of like the cautionary tale of like, if you get into professional wrestling, because just because you want the money and the drugs and the women, it's like that was Lex Luger. Didn't care about the business. Is It showed in the ring. And, you know, now it's. You know he's he's broken down and he's <clears throat> he's gone. <laughs> well, these guys should have hung it, st- st- hung and continued that st- stung, stung, continued to be with Sting because Sting really is their like catalyst. That these guys hung out with Sting, with Sting, and then they disappeared from Sting. And you know, look at Sting; he's still going. You know, he was in and out of out of wrestling for a while, um, but Sting was a born again Christian too, I believe. He, yeah, he is. He yeah, is. you know, and he really, you know, he didn't take the BS of Vince McMahon and those type of things. Now I guess he has no choice. I guess he <laughs> has a choice, but if he wants to be in, I, is he in AEW now? I think I'm not even sure. Like this whole new thing I, that's out there. Yeah, that whole thing with that, I'm not really sure because uh, I, I, I don't know. <laughs> I have to be honest. I was Kristen and I, and my wife, were sitting and watching TV, and I went over to to watch. Raw for a second. I went to see what was going on, and I'm like, it was just like a disaster. I'm like, what the heck is this stuff? So I'm like, all right, I'm done. I can't watch it. I'm like, so disgusted. Like, I went back and I, I have like a couple uh, DVDs. Kids, those are things that you put in a in a DVD player. Um, <laughs> and I was watching uh, WrestleMania like two or three. And I'm like, oh, this is this is the good old days. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's a shame. But yeah, like Lex Luger, he destroyed he destroyed himself because he could have been really great, really great. Yeah, I mean he 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 really could have been, and like I said, the whole thing with with Miss Elizabeth and all that, it's just I mean that's like for me that was the 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 last straw, the final nail in the coffin. I'm like this guy is he, he not only is he overrated, he's just he's he's a piece of garbage. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, he definitely is a piece of garbage. Alrighty. Anybody else you got on your list there? Well, I'll give you one more just to uh, okay. to round it out here. Sure. Mr. T. No. Um, <laughs> he was definitely overrated. Uh, you know, there's one that uh, I think is he's kind of in the same realm as like Goldberg and those guys. Is okay. Dave, is David Batista? Okay. Yeah. Alrighty. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, you know, he's there's a lot of these guys now though, and I think him. Um, uh, you know, he's just one of those big guys. He's got like four or five moves, and that's it. You know, he 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 can't now. A beginning now. He's starting to become an actor. You know, obviously he was he was uh, what's his name in the in the uh, he was Drax, Drax Drax Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. So he had like little one liners. I think that he can handle those. But now he's mm-hmm. like a lead in two, these two movies coming out. So mm. we'll see how that goes. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'll go see him, but we'll see what happens. But yeah, as a wrestler, though, uh, I mean, he's always been linked, kind of like he's kind of like Luger in the sense that um, he's a a muscle head that needs to be in a group like the Four Horsemen to really like stand out. You know, he's he 
he, he has, like I said, four moves, five moves, and that's it. And I think that's why he's kind of out of wrestling now. Yeah, I mean, really, like, once, once he was kind of on his own, there really wasn't much to him. And, yeah, he's definitely, you know, like you said, this kind of new breed or new batch of, you know, really intimidating looking guys but there's really not much to him it, it's it's sort of like you know again it's like you look at a hogan he was a big guy and he was a larger than life personality but he he kind of knew how to package himself and make himself entertaining and it's like batista really didn't and yeah i mean love him as drax in the guardians of the galaxy but i don't know with these two films i think with these movies he has coming out it's like He's almost sort of like, well, The Rock did it, so I could do it too. And right. it's like, it ain't that easy, pal. <laughs> well, I want to. I just want to give you two guys real fast. They're on a list that I was looking at that said they were overrated. But I want to just mm-hmm. hear your opinion. Okay. Okay. Scott Steiner and Brock Lesnar. Okay, and I had seen Scott Steiner on a lot of lists, and I think with the Scott, the whole thing with the Scott Steiner is, is you know how he became a massive jerk towards the end of his career right but that guy even before he was juicing up he was a big guy right and he was doing like he was doing hurricane ranas and he was doing you know suplexes off the top rope and he was an amateur wrestler like i don't see that guy as as overrated at all and i i think people put him on the list just because of 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 the the major a-hole he became towards the end of his career. Okay, yeah, because I'm thinking, I remember watching him and his brother as tag team partners, and those guys were, like I said, amateur wrestlers, both at Michigan. They were just crazy wrestlers. They were like mad guys off the top rope. The the suplexes that they could do as Mm -hmm. bigger guys, I'm just like, how is this possible that these guys on this list and one of the lists subsequent he was like like number five or six on the list i'm like how is that even possible oh i i saw him on a list he was number one and and i think it's just because of you know the, the major jerk that he became and it's like you know it's it's the thing is is lex luger became a major jerk but he couldn't wrestle like he's overrated. You know, if you, if you want to have a list of like, you know, the biggest a holes in wrestling. Yeah. Scott Steiner is going to be up near the top. But I mean, as a wrestler, I, I always thought he was really impressive. Like I, I even though towards the end of his career, I didn't like him. I I wouldn't call him over uh, overrated. Now, we did we did a, a show on finishers, right? Uh, we did do a show on finishers. Yes. OK, so. The the uh, the the uh, torture rack. Do you think that hurts? Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, your back's getting bent in a pretty awkward position. Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> I don't think it tickles. No. Uh, the leg drop. Do you think that hurts? No, that okay. doesn't hurt. <laughs> a suplex off the top rope, right? That's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt, right? <laughs> That's gotta How hurt. How is that overrated? Okay. I mean, come on. But again, it's coming from a guy that was like all muscle. I mean, when he used to do like a Hurricane Rana, and they would call it the Frankensteiner, um, when he first pulled off that move, I was like, how is he jumping that high? How is he flipping like that? Like, he, he shouldn't be able to do that, but he did. Oh, okay. So there's one guy that we didn't mention that's uh, mm-hmm. overrated, and I think we should talk about him really fast. Sure. 
uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Yeah, I mean, is he on your list? Just he wasn't on my list. I didn't really consider him. Um, I mean, he he could definitely he could kind of be talked about in the overrated because again he was a lot of personality he was a lot of it was mostly his character um i mean i think the difference is is i think he was decent in the ring i mean once the injuries hit and he got older yeah you can kind of see that he he really wasn't as good as some other guys but i think as he was kind of coming up as stone cold steve austin he could kind of handle himself in the ring, like. Do you think, I, I, do you think he was ahead. on the list because of his, you know, his early days, with like you know, stunning Steve and uh, his Pearlman? Because he was like a younger, long blonde hair guy who could bounce mm-hmm. around. Because I, I can't find like I, you know, I was thinking about him just as the, you know, the, the beer drinking guy. And I, you know, I really didn't think about his his younger days with like Pillman and. And you know, in AWA and all the other stuff, you think yeah. that's why he's probably not on any list because I couldn't find him anywhere on a list. Yeah, I mean, I, I would think so because I think yeah, when he was with with uh, Brian Pillman, they were the Hollywood Blondes. I mean, they he could wrestle, he really could, and I think you know the injuries and uh, all that kind of slowed him down. But I think he was decent in the ring, you know, you know after all that and. Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Like, it, I, you know, w- when we were deciding to do overrated, like, I don't know. I wouldn't even. I, it's like his name didn't even like pop into my head. Is like, you know, hey, is he overrated? <laughs> like, I, I don't know. I just, I, I, I didn't think of him. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna give us. Do you have any more? I mean, I did have one more. Right, um, okay, and you know, again, I mean, this is kind of a trend here. Big. <laughs> Big intimidating guy, but that's about it. And I am was... not overrated. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, you know, you, you might know him as Psycho Sid, Sid Vi- but Sid Vicious. I okay. mean, I just totally overrated. I mean, first of all, the guy's a monster. I mean, he was he was gigantic, uh, but that was it. Um, he really. When you see him in the ring, if you watch his matches, I mean, you could see just how clumsy and and i mean he was just not a he was not a wrestler at all was he um was he tag mm-hmm. partners with um with uh undertaker were they uh the twin towers they were originally it was him yeah it was originally the two of them him and uh because he was mean mark, it was right? mean mark yes yeah, psycho said in mean mark and then you know Mean Mark, Mark uh, Calloway, he left. He became the Undertaker, and what a bad Dan's, decision that was. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> he should have stayed Mean Mark. <laughs> um, you know, he became the Undertaker, and then uh, Dan Spivey took over. Dangerous Dan Spivey. <laughs> Do you think uh, Undertaker's underrated? Because uh, yeah, I don't think he gives a crap if we think he's underrated. No, anyway, sorry, guys. <laughs> I mean, he just he he had he had zero ability, and again. You know, his approach to the mic was Lex Luger was was just scream and point and make absolutely no sense. And, you know, like I said, the difference is, is like you look at the macho man when he gave interviews, he didn't make any sense. (laughs) But in a way, he did make sense. It's like he's talking crazy, but 
but there's a method to his madness. Yeah, he put a hot chick there. <laughs> right. Or yeah, but he was high, he's highly entertaining. Sid Vicious is like like a guy that's just he's mad about something and he's so mad about it, it's like he can't think straight. It's like he doesn't know what he wants to say. And again, you know, kind of like some of these other guys, like when he got to the WWF, like the the, the famous story on him is uh, he calls Jim Ross, who is one of the bookers, and he's like, you know, hey, yeah, I'm supposed to wrestle, you know, in whatever Ville's Ohio this weekend. I can't. I'm really hurt. Uh, I can't make it. And then a week or two later, somebody showed Jim Ross like a, a newspaper clipping. Uh, that same weekend when he was supposedly injured, he was playing in a softball game, like a charity softball game somewhere. Like he didn't care. He didn't care about the business. He was they said he was really lazy. He would only make appearances like if they forced him to. Oh, and it's like it, it, and it's and it's just, you know, he, he's wow. He's this monster of a guy. But there was really nothing to him. It's like he really he should have been like a one and done and just gone. <laughs> and some of these wrestlers wonder why Vince was such an ass. You know, I mean, and I know Vince is an ass, but you wonder why some of these guys, you know, wonder why Vince was, you know, quote unquote played favoritism to one of the, some of these other wrestlers because some of them played ball, quote unquote, with Vince. You know, and why Hogan was so pushed all the time because Hogan, you know, did what Vince wanted him to do, I guess. Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's the thing is, you know, I can't imagine, you know, being on a roster and being, um, you know, being a guy like, um, you know, like being like a Steve Lombardi, okay, who is a professional jobber, my, my job is to lose. And, you know, maybe the guys in the locker room respect me because I know what I'm doing. And I wrestle really, really well. And, you know, I'm fighting just to get onto cards and get paid. And you have this superstar come in who is getting a push and he's on TV and he doesn't even want to show up. It's like, uh, that's got to be infuriating. Oh, absolutely. But I bet you Steve Lombardi is probably getting like, you know, 50, 60 grand a year just to show up and call it a day. But. Oh, I mean, he's, he's, he works for the WWE, you know, talent development or something like that. Like they, they took good care of him. And, and I mean, I think that's kind of, you know, that's kind of the big takeaway is, you know, these guys that maybe go behind the scenes or, you know, like the underrated guys that we talked about, you know, you look at like a Steven Regal, we talked about him highly, highly underrated. I'm sure he's got a great position in the WWE now and he's making a nice paycheck because they're kind of rewarding him for not pulling a Sid Vicious and never showing up and lying and whatever. Yeah, some of these jobbers are probably like, you know, thank God I didn't get... Well, you know, they probably wanted to make it big, obviously, but sure, they, they also probably didn't have to, like, do anything, like, crazy, like, you know, get thrown out of a, you know, a bag of a pickup truck or something like that and then have them <laughs> drop an elbow or something like that. You know, it's just like, all right, you're going to do your finisher off the top rope, right, Gad? Do what you need to do. <laughs> Call it a day. <laughs> Call it a day, exactly. <laughs> That's right. All right. All righty. You so got a list for us. I got a Go list. Ahead. I got a top. I got a top eleven because I think the eleventh one is interesting. From our okay, buddies, our buddies at Ranker. Oh, they're back. They're back. <laughs> they're back. Number eleven, the Ultimate Good. Warrior. Uh, yeah, we talked about him, and he he definitely belongs there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it'd be higher. Um, number number ten, The Miz. I don't really, and again, he's he's one of these guys I don't really know much about. So. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, 
Number number ten. Uh, number ten is the Miz. Number nine, yeah. Kevin Nash. You know that's really interesting. Like he, when, when I was kind of doing a little, doing a little uh, looking into some overrated people, he would appear on some list. I'm kind of surprised. Like, I mean, he's not. Listen, he's not going to go to the Olympics and win the gold medal. <laughs> no. But I think he was a pretty decent worker in the ring, and he was a pretty interesting, you know, personality. Like, I, I really don't understand why people would put him on yeah, a list. I had a like hard that. time putting him on my list because I kind of put him towards. He's not as great as the Undertaker, but I thought he was. I thought he had ability. Uh, yeah, I, you know, so I didn't want to put him on there. Plus, he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Uh, there you go. Number eight, Bill Goldberg. Yeah, and and I mean, you talked about it, and I kind of agree. I mean, and I liked him. I liked him, and and he seems like a nice guy or whatever. But th- there really wasn't much to him in the ring. Absolutely, yeah, you know. And now, like he's become like now that he's like on TV and he's doing movies and stuff like like I'm starting to like his, him as a an actor because he can talk. Uh, mm-hmm. Just wrestling wise, I wasn't a big fan of his. Number yeah. seven is your favorite wrestler, Lex Luger. <laughs> that's that's he should be he should be. Uh... He should be more towards number one, but okay. <laughs> number six is your other favorite wrestler, Jeff Jarrett. Oh, God. same thing. <laughs> number Throw him f- down there towards one and two. Go ahead. Number five is Jorge Gonzalez. That's El Elegante, I think. Oh wow! Yeah. I mean, I I mean, I would put him on a list of just absolute jokes. I mean, he was like another like seven foot something guy. Um, he was the one, I mean, he was very, very tall, but that was about it. And it was so bad. It was like, they put him in a bodysuit with painted on muscles. And yeah, I mean, you feel bad for the guy more than anything else. I I mean, I mean, that's the thing is, is yeah, I do. I do feel bad for the guy. And I believe he passed away too. and, And the thing is, is. I don't know if I would call him overrated because he really didn't have much of a career. Yeah. Like, 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 like a psycho Sid had a long career, but he was pathetic for that entire career. And with El Gigante, it's so, it's almost like they saw this really tall guy and they're like, we can make him a superstar, and they couldn't. Yeah. Ryback was number four. You know what? That's I don't. Well, I guess you know what with him, it's the same thing. It was he was a big huge guy but there was not much to him in the ring but fun fact about him he has a podcast no does he oh he does yeah we should get haven't, him. haven't listened to it yet though let's get him on the show and tell him how bad he sucked just don't tell him where <laughs> yeah, yeah from a safe distance <laughs> right. number three uh john cena yeah we talked about him and yeah i could see it i could see him as overrated number two the hulkster hulk hogan yeah well Absolutely. All right. Number one. Okay. Number one. Number one. Number one. You, who, who do you think? It's not Jeff Jarrett. It's not Jeff. No, I wish it was. He can't be six uh, and one. Yeah, right. He oh. could, maybe. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to guess. I'm going to guess they put Scott Steiner as number one. All right. Well, unfortunately, you're wrong. It's okay. the great Kali. Oh, he's he's like an El Gigante type. Yeah, he was in there wrestling for like two minutes. Which... <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, you know, I mean, the guy can't wrestle, absolutely, but he didn't have a career, so 
I don't know. No, so some great notables just for just for your information. I'll give you some mm-hmm. a couple great notables. Nineteen was Lesnar. Twenty was Steiner. Um, triple uh, Roman Reigns is number fourteen, which I think is ridiculous. Roman Reigns is a pretty great wrestler. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Triple H is twenty-one. <sighs> That's a tough one, and I and I think and again I think it's almost like a Scott Steiner thing, as I think people put him on there because they just don't they don't like him um and again you know he's not gonna he's not gonna out wrestle a kurt henning you know in a scientific match no he's not um but i think he was decent in the ring you know he he wasn't he wasn't a one or two move guy but he wasn't like a scientific guy he was like average but how was triple h higher than mr t and big show Meaning, like, what, like, they're they're the, ranked even further back than him? Or? Yeah, yeah, like, Big Show's 26 and Mr. T's 28. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of ridiculous. And I think and, and I think what it is, <laughs> I, yeah, no, I mean, absolutely. You know, because if you're going to throw, the, like, if you're going to throw Mr. T on there, then he's got to be, like, in the top five. <laughs> because it was all mystique with him. And, I mean, the guy didn't know what he, because he wasn't a wrestler, not for nothing. <laughs> But, he was one hell of a. He could build a uh, a tank out of anything. <laughs> That's right. If you're if you're stuck somewhere with like a lawnmower and a soda machine and duct tape, he'll build you a tank. Absolutely. And some crazy dude. Yeah, you can do whatever you need to do. <laughs> Absolutely. I paid a fool. That's the 18 but, for you, young people. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was a TV show before it was a movie. <laughs> um. I, but I think it's like a Scott Steiner thing where it's just, you know, whoever made the list just didn't like that person because, uh, like, again, I'm not going to put him on a list of like great, great scientific wrestlers. But I think he was decent in the ring. And, again, if you put guys like the Big Show and Mr. T on there, they should be ranked way ahead of him. You know, he's he's more towards the back of the list and those guys are more towards the front of the list. And I think it's it's a... It's a not liking the personality thing. But if you if you you know if they're real wrestlers, real wrestlers like we talk, the guys we're talking about, we're not talking about Mister T. All these guys that we named, I mean, who is the biggest overall overrated wrestler? You think the biggest the, overall of the ones overall, that we the ones that we mentioned of the ones that we mentioned? Who's the biggest overall overrated wrestler? <sighs> I mean, that's I mean, I would I would probably say the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Because there was there was like a mystique behind him that he was indestructible and this and that and there really was nothing to him. I mean, ran into the ring, shakes the ropes, a punch, a kick, uh, push the guy up over the head, and and that's it. And then run out. And I mean, there's nothing there. Yeah, I think there's just he, really nothing there. Between him, I think he's definitely probably one of those guys that was. Built up more than he really was, you know. One of the guys that we didn't mention either, King Kong Bundy's probably in that in that category too. But yeah, Ultimate Warrior definitely is kind of a, one of those guys that was he was perfect for the year that he was in, but mm-hmm. definitely overrated, absolutely. See, but I think the difference, like with the King Kong Bundy, is this, yeah, the guy couldn't wrestle, but you know what? He was fun to watch. Yeah. He was fun to watch, and you know, and again. The thing that helped him and helped like some of these like guys that really had shortcomings is you pair him up with a Bobby Heenan and it's like he, he just gets better because you have this guy representing you and it really, really helps out. 
it's like when you're rating like guys, right, or chicks. It's mm-hmm. you know if they if they have you know they could be like me. I'm like one of the ugliest guys in the world. But like if oh, I got stop. if I got cash, I get I get points raised. Or if I have a really good job, right. So if I'm like a five, I get like I get like two extra points because I got like money, right? Is that how it works? Not that I have money. But yeah, you know, that's how it works, right? <laughs> so Bobby Heaton adds two points to King Kong Monday. <laughs> yeah, but, but but I think but I think the other difference is too is you know he was pushed. Ultimate Warrior was pushed right out of the gate to be this 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 phenomenal superstar. You know, and King Kong Bundy was who he was. You know, he was a he was a big fat guy that was the villain, and he would squash you and then lose to Hulk Hogan, and like that was his job, and and he did it. So. You know, yeah, again, he's not a, by no stretch of the means is he a great wrestler, but it was sort of like he was never meant to be like like Vince wasn't like, I'm going to make you the world champ and you're going to be the greatest wrestler ever. No, you know, and he didn't try to become that. But the ultimate warrior, they're like, you're going to be the greatest wrestler ever. And this guy stunk. <laughs> I know we have to get off, but I'm going to ask you a real quick question. Go for it. All right. So when you were younger and you, you know, you're wrestling's real. Um, mm hmm. <laughs> And, and then you find Are you out saying it's fake? You know, and you know, and I, I read these magazines, and I, you know, I learned things. I'm smart. Um, mm-hmm. You, you know, you learn that like, you know, you see like Ultimate Warrior used to be tag team partners with Sting, and and you, you and you find out that these guys are, you know, they're different people. Are you like shocked? Are you upset? How'd you how'd you react to those like the, those storylines? Um, I mean, I think the the, the, the big shocking one. The one that kind of like really started to make me think like what's going on here was that the famous um, it was it was like Sergeant Slaughter and like the Iron Sheik arrested for drunk driving. And I was like, why are they driving together? You know, he's Sergeant Slaughter. Like they hate each other. And I was like, really like what's going on here? And I, I, I think that was kind of like the time and i think the other thing that helped is when i started watching the old nwa where they weren't really trying to be characters you know they weren't there were no wrestling clowns on on world championship wrestling um you know and it was like you know like still like if somebody said that at that time oh did you know brick flair and dusty rose are best friends i'd be like no they're no no they're not they hate each other like <laughs> What upset you more, that or finding out about Santa? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think finding out that uh, <laughs> the Iron Sheik and Stars and Slaughter were good friends. I think that 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 ruined my world. <laughs> See, now we learned something about Jay today. Santa was okay, but wrestling pissed him off. <laughs> yeah, some some of the other th- you know, but you just kind of speaking of that. Some of the other things that shocked me is when I found out. <laughs> Even later on, when I found out that most of the 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 quote unquote Russian wrestlers were, weren't even Russian, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> like Ivan Koloff was a Canadian guy, Nikita Koloff was from America. Um, I think the only one was Nikolai Volkov. He was legitimately from Russia. <laughs> that was it. When I found out, I was like, "What? <laughs> that can't be." <laughs> Yeah, Nikita Koloff. He's from like Texas or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, I, I he um, 
I, I heard the, they had like an old time wrestling podcast and they would interview some of these guys and they interviewed him. And it's weird to hear him like, you know, yeah, so I started out wrestling like this. I'm like, he's supposed to be screaming in broken English. That's, right. <laughs> That's not Nikita Koloff. <laughs> yeah, I used to love Nikita Koloff. He, he had a rough life. His wife died of cancer. He, he did. But I used to love and him. Would you consider him an overrated wrestler? No, absolutely not. Because I think he's, I think he, uh, he was a uh, an amateur wrestler as well. Mm-hmm. I thought he was a. Uh, I I loved him, especially when him and Dusty Rhodes started wrestling together. Mm-hmm. Super, oh, superpowers! superpowers. Yeah. yeah, I thought he was a great wrestler. Oh, okay. <laughs> so now he's. You definitely... mentioned, you mentioned another name there, Dusty Rhodes. <laughs> the the world the. Ball of fat. <laughs> I I kind of give him because again I wouldn't say he's a great scientific wrestler and you could call him overrated, but he was just so damn entertaining. He was entertaining. Yes, he was. I loved him. I love he 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 is one of my favorite wrestlers. Um, but he could go sixty minutes. That's the whole thing. Like, he could. I mean, he could. I mean, again, he had a lot of shortcomings, and I, I think, and I think the thing on him is, is like, would you really look at him? Should a, should a big fat guy beat up a Ric Flair? No, no, it, it really shouldn't. But the way they worked together, and the charisma he had, and the fact that yeah, he wasn't <clears throat> like a um, like an Ultimate Warrior who's like I. I, I Three three minutes. I can only go three minutes because I I, I stink. Yeah. You know he he could wrestle for he could wrestle for an hour and make it entertaining. But yeah, again, he could he, do he could do a, a figure four. He could do things. Mm-hmm. He could work off the off the mat off the ropes. He could do stuff. You know, he, I don't think he was. He may not be the best, but he definitely wasn't in the overrated stage. I, absolutely not. Yeah. Uh, good. All right. Good. I just wanted to make sure. <laughs> no. He's. He's no Andre the Giant. Whoops, slipped. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah, we better get the hell off of this uh, this podcast before someone calls <laughs> and complains. Uh, yeah, so anyway, yes. So yes, no, Dusty Rhodes is definitely not a uh, an overrated wrestler. Ric Flair is not an overrated wrestler. Oh, never, never, no. never. <laughs> Lex Luger definitely is a piece of... Yes. 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 That's what he is. Yes. <laughs> we'll leave it. We'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. Um, anyway, so where can they find us, Jay? <laughs> well, you know, you can find this podcast on Anchor uh, and iTunes and Pocket Cast, Overcast, Google Play, anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find us. And thanks to Anchor, uh, <laughs> I just I just learned this the other day. Thanks to Anchor, because uh, Anchor always had that call in feature. But you don't have to listen to us on Anchor to do that. I think um, any format that you listen to us, you you could access that call-in feature. So you can call in and you could tell us that we are absolutely right about everything. Um, <laughs> Even on also- Giant. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I can't. I can't wait to put this on Instagram and start getting. Uh, I'm, I'm just going to forward you those messages. <laughs> at um, S O'Keefe at 37 at Instagram. Thank you. Okay. All right. <laughs> he, he he gave it out there. So go ahead. But you can also find us uh, at Enter the Nerd Zone on uh, Instagram. Uh, we are also on Facebook, 
And we also have some friends of the show that they should check out. Pete, who's that? Uh, yeah, check us. Uh, check our friends out. We we have some, maybe not after today. Uh, <laughs> the Lag Bar in uh, Anaheim, California. That's my brother-in-law's uh, 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 Lavations and Gaming. Uh, uh, make sure you check us. Check them out. Um, if you need comics, make sure you go to the. Main Street Comics in Milltown, New Jersey. Uh, Absolutely. Jay keeps them in business uh, with, mm-hmm. with him and Diane. Um, and then also Kurt, at Kirby Comics uh, on Instagram. They're both on Instagram, by the way. Uh, it's at Main Street Comics on Instagram, I believe. Yes, it is. Um, Kirby Comics is in Hanover, PA with our buddy Matt, who's also our uh, our personal uh, wrestling uh uh, in-house wrestling guy for our podcast and he will be on our show soon enough too as well we're going to talk comics as well as comic uh, as wrestling as well we're probably going to do a, a combination platter show with him soon because we're going to get some of his insight on this mess <laughs> and see what sounds he, good see what he thinks about uh, our insanity uh, so make sure you're checking out all, all that stuff um, and also I just want to give a shout out to uh, you know um our boys over at Nerd and Me, uh, John and Alan, make sure you're checking out their stuff uh, at mm-hmm. Nerd and Me. Uh, Alan is doing some crazy stuff on YouTube. I wish I can tell you what the the web page is at YouTube right now. Oh well, I know he has an Instagram for that. He's uh, Alan. Our friend Alan is a huge fan of Indiana Jones. Uh, so on Instagram, he's at Doctor Jones. So if you Search for that. Uh, it'll link you up to everything else that he's doing with that, with the whole Indiana Jones thing. So, yeah, definitely check that out. Yeah, and then make sure you check out them on, uh, on Instagram at, at Nerd and Me, and they have a whole bunch of other stuff that you can check out. And uh, so check them out as well. So make sure you're doing all that. Um, and then Jay has some uh, at, at, um, at Stuff You Don't Need to Know, right? Is that what it's mm-hmm. called? Yeah, that's and, uh, another podcast, Stuff and, You Don't Need to Know. And yep. I know uh, you and uh, J- Jason – I keep mm-hmm. calling him Jay. I'm sorry. Uh, him and Jason are doing a great little thing there, and as, along with other stuff. Um, they're doing a, a little. Um, what's it? What is it? It's like a. It's like a versus uh, taking. <clears throat> sorry, taking <coughs> different characters that are kind of somehow linked to one another and just getting them to fight yeah, and yeah, discussing sh- it and having fun. Yeah, it's Sean Bean taken on himself, right? Yeah, we had Sean. Yeah, the latest one we did, we're kind of doing a Lord of the Rings versus Game of Thrones, and we had uh, Sean Bean fighting Sean Bean, Boromir versus Ned Stark. Uh, No spoilers, you gotta gotta listen to the episode. Why did you have, like, (laughs) the Sean Bean character from National Treasure taking on these guys, too? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing is, he's played so many great characters, and and, and Jason and I talked about this. Uh, In every movie and TV show he's ever appeared in, Sean Bean's character's it never ends well for them. They've never won anything. So if we pit one of his characters against the other, he's guaranteed to win. So there you go. And he's going to play Triple H in the, the, the Triple H biopic. He actually would be, you know what? He would be a good guy to play Triple H. He, he's got the look, <laughs> he does. I think. I always call him Triple H. John hates that. Uh, he, does, he does kind of look like Triple, look Triple H. H. He does. He does. He does. Um, so, yeah, check that out. And then Jason and I are actually doing at, uh, conversations with Jason and Pete. Um, we should be doing another show coming soon. So make sure you check all that stuff out on 
all of our Instagram pages. And then uh, Defender of the Realm, is that still that's still around, right? Defender of the Realm still going there. That's my video game podcast. Um, on Instagram, it's uh, at Defender Defender bleh, at Defender of the Realm ninety seven. Uh, talking different video games. Uh, if you're a fan of the Skyrim game. Uh, I'm doing a lot about that lately, so if you enjoy that stuff, check it out. And there's a new game coming out in November, right? Isn't there like the new Jedi game or something I saw? Oh, Fallen Order, yeah. Um, they debuted a, a trailer and some gameplay at E3. Uh, looks pretty good, so we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I, I'm seeing like all this stuff on on Instagram and and the Facebook, and uh, there's a bunch of stuff with that. So we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'm excited not to play it because I don't play those games. Uh, <laughs> but I'll, I'll, I'll watch it on TV. Uh, there you go. Anyway, so and, and if you can't find us anywhere else on that, Google us on uh, on the Google. Uh, enter the Nerd Zone, and we pop up automatically. We're first because there's nothing else like. I was going to say what what else could be called Enter the Nerd, but hey. <laughs> so check us out. Enter the Nerd Zone. We'll be back next week on. Uh, hopefully uh, talking about not underrated wrestlers or overrated wrestlers, just <laughs> middle wrestlers. <laughs> mid-card guys. Mid-card guys. Because we already did the jobber, so we, uh, now yep. we got to get the mid-card guys. So look forward to that, and if not, something else, obviously. Absolutely. All right, so uh, Jay. Yes, sir. Same bat time. Same bat channel. Batman totally underrated yeah definitely especially adam west oh before we hang up i just got my adam west batman keychain hot topic exclusive nice batman don't sell us (laughs) we out